Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> okay, right, we're back. So, yes, we're back. I'm in I'm in LA. Matteo's in New York, so we're both in the hubs, Matteo, of Corona. I'm in the epic depth. There's <laughs> 16,000 cases in New York City. No, it's even more than that. I che- so yesterday I saw it. This is so crazy. If I tell you that it's 20 it was 23,000 in New York City. And I'm in the middle of it all. I, I, just, mean, I am. I can't believe it because I just, I, I mean, I can believe it. It makes sense. What is it like? What's it like there? Like, are you, like, what, when you look out your window, what's it like? Um, well, I will say, you know, here's this. All right. These are the strange things, right? Like one, f- a funny thing. I saw a woman probably, and I always say this, I pulled it from Kathy Griffin, a woman in her early hundreds walking down the street with no glove, no mask, a small dog, and smoking. And I thought, bitch, get it. <laughs> like, fucking get it. No, no. How old was she? I mean, she was old and she was doing that? She was like 90. I mean... I mean, she was Methuselah. Like, she was... And I was just like, all right, you know. But, um, all right, in reality, there's no one on the streets. And every once in a while, you'll see one person, like, maybe jog. And if people walk by each other, they literally cross the street. Really? And everyone's in masks. And I saw military trucks driving down the street. And I saw on the news they started putting up, um, like, makeshift morgues outside of hospitals. Are you serious? Uh-huh. What's a makeshift morgue? Like, they're setting up tents around hospitals so that when people die, <gasps> that they have somewhere to put them. Oh, my God. Like mm-hmm. in Manhattan, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Damn, because that's like, aren't the bodies gonna like stink? I guess they're putting them in contraptions. Well, they're not like throwing right. them. Like, like here's another one. Right. Like they're gonna they they would put it in the pile. I would, uh, I would assume that they would they would handle it accordingly. But right. it, it's transform like the city's transformed wow. wildly, and and people are. Calling me or texting me like like I'm in the middle of Afghanistan. Like they're like, are right. you surviving in it? Like uh, you know, like ISIS is coming. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I I I'm just I haven't left my apartment. I I left once this week to go get eggs and yogurt. Well, so I have a question. So mm-hmm. okay, because in New York, if you if you're if I think Mateo and I have talked about this before, but like in New York, it's not like there's these like big giant grocery stores. Like where are you getting your your groceries and stuff. To at the Grist, Grist no Dogastino. Oh yeah, you're right. You actually okay. There okay. I stand corrected. Except for near Mateo, there is one big grocery store. Well, no, this it's not big. It's really it, uh, the grocery stores. It's four aisles. I mean, it's right. small. There's one giant one, Fairway. But I'm not walking three avenues over to go to Fairway. Right. But um, I went there. Here's the thing. I was talking to my friend Jackson who lives in LA, and he's like, "Oh, I have to go to three different places to get eggs." And I yep. said, "You guys are like." week or two weeks behind us because that was new york a week ago where you couldn't get eggs you couldn't get toilet paper you couldn't get in now that everyone's gotten the stuff that they need and when i go to the grocery store there's eggs there's toilet paper there's yeah okay so yesterday ashley came back and she was like they wouldn't sell her she was like man eggs have gotten really expensive like the egg prices are skyrocketing and she went to the store with her brother who's with us who's with us which has actually been really nice and um they were he was in the car and she went in and she tried to buy two things of eggs and they said 
one thing per person. And she was like, well, can I get eggs for him? And they were like, no, you can't. He has to come in. And then she was like, well, he's got to, he, he can't walk right now. And they were like, no, he has to come in. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? They would not give her the... And he can walk, so... But then she was like, all right, get in here. I love that her Italian instincts were to lie, because that makes me think of home. Oh, absolutely. She she was like, I mean, you can see him. Like, he's in my... That's my car. Like, beep, beep, look, look. That's the remote to the car. But they Mm -hmm. wouldn't... You cannot get more eggs than... But then I looked at the thing of eggs that she got, and it was this giant... It was like a big thing of eggs. So I was like, I think the eggs are also expensive, because we literally bought, like, seven farms worth of it. Like, it's a huge... huge amount of eggs but we're eating we're eating the eggs but this is i think yeah. i think that's new that you can only get like one which so they is have fine. they have to they're also having laws so it's like senior citizens senior senior citizens can go shopping beforehand right and so like they get to get in first and then the eggs and stuff you know the thing that that's really crazy is i'm i'm I, you know for example yesterday i called i've been calling my grandparents and my family and stuff just to make sure that everyone stays the fuck home mm-hmm. and they're doing a pretty good job and then i wanted to talk to my grandparents um i mean i talked to them a lot but we wanted to facetime i was like they would probably enjoy facetime but like italians don't like old italians they they don't even have microwaves like they're so oh, anti-technology that's common so my, facetime with my mom is more like watching my mom's forehead for 20 minutes yeah. Well, we finally gave it to my grandma, and when I was talking to her, she was in her house coat, and she was, like, screaming like there was voodoo in her living room. Like, she's like, I don't like it, I can't, what, what, I don't know. I'm like, Grandma, it's just a phone, and we can see each other. I know, but now it's sitting in the living room, and I'm like, ah. Oh. It's not black man, it's not the devil, that's, it's FaceTime. That's the first time she'd ever done it, that's funny. She'd never done it before. She was freaking out. The she couldn't believe it. The phone and it looks like you. And you're like, I, <laughs> I was like, Grandma, it's just, oh, God. You know, it's, anyways. Is but she it's staying just, in? Are they taking it? Are they taking it seriously? Oh, are you joking? They're not leaving their okay, goddamn good. house. And my mom and my aunts drop stuff off to them. Good. Leave it on the porch and then let them come pick it up. And then I said, Grandma, you have to Lysol it. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. I'm right. doing it. But they're following every, they're following the rules. So in, in LA, but, you can, I've been going on, so I'm in this like residential area. So if, if I leave, because also since I was in New York under two weeks ago, I need to quarantine. So if I go outside, I'll mm-hmm. wear a mask, I'll wear gloves, and I'll go outside like late at night. But this, they just did that on the news like four or five days ago like if you're in new york you need to quarantine so i was like shit so so then i i mean i basically had been doing that anyway but now if i leave i'll wear a little mask thing no i I had been doing that anyway but if i go on a walk i'll go like late at night but there's no one around so i can do my little walk thing and that's fine but i feel like in new york i'd be going more stir crazy because i wouldn't there's if you go on a walk in new york it's more likely you're going to run into people how are you keeping yourself like sane are you able to exercise i oh my god i have ordered i basically ordered a gym the only thing i'm missing in my house is a receptionist for the gym like i have really oh girl i have resistant bands i bought a bench that i had to put together yesterday i couldn't put it together and i had to call kike to help me put it together because i didn't know what i was doing he's like no you have to take the small nail and put it that way like it just and then him trying to speak span it just didn't work i got weights i got um an ab roller i got push-up things i got uh like i i'm like she is she ready like i'm literally ready so i but you know i'm passing my time is me, me, Bob, and Monet, and Bob's boyfriend, Jacob, and my friend, Nick, Nick, who's been on the show yep. before, 
We have been talking all on the phone playing a game called Fortnite on the Switch. I've heard we of that. were on the phone for six hours yesterday. Wait, what is Switch? Nintendo Switch. This is the new Nintendo. Oh, so you know what you guys should do? So hmm. you guys should do Twitch. You heard about Twitch? So Tyler mentioned that to me, and I'm like, everyone is putting so much fucking content out there. That's true. And, like, this is the one thing that's, like, near and dear to my heart. Like, I get to be on the phone with my best friends for yeah, six hours a day. Then. I'm like, right. I'm not blast. Like, I thought about make. I, I thought about making homemade pasta and putting, putting that on Instagram Live. I thought, well, that could be kind of. Yeah, people, I would you love know, to see that. that. I mean, right, like if you if you're at home and you want to bake or cook, you can know. You also, can show people want to watch stuff and people are lonely. Like Jim Gaffigan is doing. Every, I, I just read that him he's doing a thing dinner with the Gaffigans every night, and he was like, "I'm doing it because when I, he was like when I, he was like when I was in my 30s. This had happened when I was in my 30s. It would have just been me alone in my apartment. So he's like, this is, and now he's like, I've got a family, so I want to do it so other people that are alone can like have something. But his is thought out. Like now when I go on Instagram, everybody is live, and I'm like, I don't know if. Oh my god, this one trainer that I follow, you know, he's on Instagram live, and I'm like, what the fuck could he be talking about? And I go to his video, he's eating a cheeseburger going, yeah, I've never been to Houston, but like, I'd love to go. I'm like, you don't need to be on right now. Yeah, you can, we're good. I haven't been exercising at all, and I feel like I had been working so hard at it, and I can, and I keep on snacking because I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm in the apartment, so I'm do- when I'm walking around, I'm going by the kitchen, grab a snack. Going by the kitchen, grab a snack. And I've, we've always got so much food in the apartment because we're storing up. So mm-hmm. We're all those ants in the grasshopper <laughs> ant story. Here's the thing. It's like people are going to come out of this pandemic two ways. Hotter fat, than they've yeah. ever looked in their entire life or coming out like fucking Ursula. Right. Fuck, I don't want to be like Ursula. Well, both are fine. Both are acceptable. It's like, look, if people yeah. are overeating, good. Eat where the fuck you want like who knows what's gonna happen after this go eat the fucking cake you know it's like if you want to do abs good here's the thing i think that this like pandemic is hopefully gonna sort of like soften everyone being angry at everyone about everything and we can all just be like look the world's sort of coming to a complete halt (laughs) i'm gonna say whatever the fuck i want and eat whatever the fuck i want you know i think also that's where it is where it's like okay how do we find like the silver lining in this which I mean, well, one big thing that, like, halts me before I start thinking about the silver lining is rent in New York. Because, okay, obviously all you guys know I'd been Airbnb-ing my place out in New York. Now all that's canceled. So now I'm like, oh, shit, I'm on the hook to pay my New York rent. I am just praying they do some kind of rent freeze because everybody I know in New York pays, like, 70 to 90% of their income in rent, which is crazy. It's not supposed to be that high. But, like, I just hope they do some kind of something. Do you think they're going to? I mean, I hope they do because it's like, you know, people are like, uh, some people are like, oh, I'm working from home and blah, blah, blah. Right. Every single thing, all of my work, gone. Everything. So I have zero income. I know. It's crazy. And I know. And I talked to my trainer who's like, oh, man, 90% of my income is gone. I'm like, a hundred of mine is gone. So I have nothing coming in. 
So I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I, I, I was going to try and storyboard again, but all commercials are being halted too. Right. So it's like, I'm just sort of sitting here picking my ass playing Fortnite with my friends. Getting ripped, yeah. Well, because I... Getting ripped. I'm living my best prison life right now. I think... Well, you should do you should do an at-home video of working no, out. Everyone no, everyone in the world is doing that. it. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, it just... But besides the, besides the financial strain of it, I think the silver lining is... It's really... I mean, this is just... Like, it really shows that, like... There's something much bigger in control, and all these things, like all the things that I would have been worried about or thinking about about a month and a half ago, or a month ago, or even three weeks ago, now I don't even know what those worries were. So I'm like, oh yeah, what was it? It just really strips everything down to like the basics of like what who we are and what we're trying to do. I agree. I think I think people react in two ways during things like this, right? Like war, pandemic, whatever. People either go within themselves or they reach out. And there's right. sort of no in-between. And right. I've been finding that so many people have been reaching out and I've been reaching out and just yes, and talking to people. Yes, I've caught up with a lot of people, and, which has been... been or FaceTiming with someone I haven't like talked to in a really long time. Or I've been calling my parents like every day. Good. Yeah. Well, I talked to Fortune Femster today and she How's was she saying doing? like this is... She's too good. She said this is the perfect time for everyone to start acting like lesbians and to, um, if they're going to date, they have to get to know each other first. Do lesbians do that? I guess so. I don't know. Or, or you know what I think? I think lesbians think they do that. I think lesbians have two seven-hour conversations <laughs> on the phone and are like, okay, now we're moving in. So I, 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 I see what she's saying. And I, I'm going to add to it. I agree with her, but I'm going to add a caveat is they think they get to know each other, and then they move in, and then they have kids, and then in two years, they're like, where'd you grow up? Who are you? Yeah, and then... What's that, your name? Yeah, what, what, is, what, is, what is this? She must have had all her stuff get canceled, too. I mean, this is... Because also, comedians... I was talking to Nat, Nat, who, live, who actually listens to the podcast, if you're listening, shout out to Nat. Um, and she works with comedians. She's a manager, and she was saying, she was like, I think this is going to change everything. Like, I don't think anything is going to, I don't think it's going to be the same again at all. And Well, what's going to change? I don't understand what's going to change. Once we get back, we can get back on the road and start doing shit again. It, I think that it's going to be, I mean, now, now this is just me, me thinking. I think that it's going to, I think it's going to change stuff for a really long time because I think, I think, I think with the trickle down, it's going to be like going to comedy clubs, even though I know that clubs were like one of the things that was like booming in the, you know, that like entertainment is like booming and can be in depression times. But I think that being in a comedy, like any place where it's like close seating, which is what comedy clubs are like based off of, I think is going to be one of the last things to go back to normal. See, I actually, I actually don't agree with that. You don't think so? No. I think the second... People are, they feel comfortable to leave their homes. They're going to want to go to a comedy club? Well, they're going to rush to live entertainment because we took such, we took for granted how, how amazing it is to see live performers, singing, acting, comedy. I I miss that so much. I, if I were going to go see live entertainment right now, I would want to go be in some giant open air venue where it's music or something. Going to a comedy club where it's like everyone's packed in. Hmm. That I think would I don't know I mean we'll see well but oh this is what I was thinking of. it's gonna ch- it's gonna probably really like wipe out a whole class of comedians like if because if you're someone starting out right now and you're doing open mics and all that getting that swiped away 
then that's going to make it even hard. It's going to make it harder to even go back to that. So it's going to probably a lot of people are going to like reevaluate what they were. I mean, I think everyone's reevaluating what they were doing and how much they want to do it. So if you're doing this, if you're doing, I think maybe it'll, if anything, it'll, it'll clear the way for a lot of people that weren't super serious about comedy. Now are going to be like, I'm, I'm going to get into insurance sales. Well, I think because this is forcing a lot of people to do online content, I think when we go back, the because comedy was starting to become oversaturated, yeah. I think it's going to just leave the strong remaining. Right. And everybody else who want you know, and online content's amazing, like YouTube and Instagram, all that stuff. But like for those who want to just do stand-up comedy, like some some people who are doing stand-up comedy might find, hey, I enjoy doing this more. I don't want to be in live audiences anymore. I didn't want, you know. Right. I think it's going to be like the 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 strong survive. Kind and of thing. let us know if you guys are listening. Like, what's the first thing you're going to want to do? What's one? Of the I'm going to f- fuck everything. Is that what it is? No, I mean I say that, that and makes- I'm, I'm scared of life. But I mean I really do. And I'm on Grinder right now, but literally just chat because I'm like, it's a way to talk to people. Right. But people are still like, you want to come over? I'm like, are there's you serious? a pandemic. In New York, people are saying that? Yes. That's insane. That's crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not coming over. Like, right. what? Right. You are, I'm I don't even party. know you from Moses. Right. I'm going to go over to your house, get coronavirus, get gonorrhea. No. Right. Yeah, the, the amount of things you can get has just gone way up. Oh. Just and it's like I'm ordering a flashlight. That's what I've come down to. Hey, they need to make. Do they make those geared towards gay men where it's like the flashlight, but like a butt? Because you. Yeah. Oh, they do. Are okay. you kidding? Oh, I don't know. Come on. Because I know they I have. Because they have Mike Cannon, the comedian in New York, had one about the. He had a joke about the flashlight because it's like a. It's like a, the pussy pocket, but it is also it has like a. Isn't it a flashlight too? <laughs> it's not a flashlight. It looks like a flashlight. Okay, so his joke was there. The one that he had was that there used to be one that also had a flashlight on it. He had a joke about it. I think it was like five years ago, and then flashlight reached out to him and then like gave him some free ones and like put it on their website and stuff. I remember that. I, I really because I remember I remember seeing him doing that joke, and he was talking about how how that is like he didn't want to use it because I was like one step away from like losing your sanity if you start <laughs> but, but that was not that was before corona now that's that was different. before there was corona yeah i will boomer banks who we've spoken about on this show before is a good friend of mine he's a porn uh uh porn actor what do you what do you say now i think you porn, said porn star aren't they porn stars I, I feel like porn star is like a very 80s term is like it? um yeah like porn a porn performer porn connoisseur performer? porn barista Let's say let's say por, por, pornrista. Pornrista, yeah. He's a pornrista, and um, he um, years ago he uh, at DragCon, maybe like three years ago, he had like a whole table of of his flashlights and his dicks. Oh, and he was like, he, he's like, do you want one? And I was like, sure. And then I lost it at Bob, the <laughs> Airbnb that Bob was because we were helping Bob fold all of his clothes, and then I lost it, and. Um, Anyhow, I was like, I should have oh fucking God. taken that because I should have remembered to take it because, like, now I'm in a pandemic and it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. That's so funny. You left it at an Airbnb. So, 
So, did they contact you or anything? Like, uh, I think you... No, because it wasn't even my B&B. Bob, oh. here's the thing. Bob was doing drag con. It was the first drag con. And so, at the Airbnb at Bob's place in L.A., he had, I'm not kidding you, like, a hundred boxes of, of shirts and pins and stuff. And so, me and the crew, we were all there helping him fold everything. Right. So that they could bring it to his booth the next day. And... I was there. I forget why I was also in LA at the same time, but I was there helping them fold all their clothes and stuff. Anyways, I lost it. That so one time I was saying, and I remember it was I lived in this like really like I lived like way up in Harlem, and the apartment we the AC was like net. We we had it didn't have AC, but we had our air conditioners that we did have were like never working. And I had just started dating someone, and I was like, okay, if I'm gonna have her over, I don't want to have her like way up into Harlem with this apartment with like no ac so i got an airbnb for a couple nights and i remember we had also just started dating so i went and bought like all these like sex toys and then i let there was one that was like really ridiculous and i like took it out and then i like was like okay i'm not using this it's like too big and then i left it at that airbnb and when i realized that <laughs> i reached out to the, and i remembered where i left it i had literally taken it out and i folded it into a towel and i put it in the kitchen because i was like okay i'm gonna remember to return this so i just i like kind of like hid it and put it but i put it in the kitchen which would be a weird place to put it anyway mm-hmm. and when i reached out to her and i was like oh my god i am so sorry i think i left something in your kitchen and she wrote back right away and was like i have never laughed so hard at something that someone has left don't worry about it i hope you understand i had to throw it out and i was like i i totally understand i i know thank you thank you for disposing of it and not writing a review like you know (laughs) this fucking whore came over to my apartment and it was disgusting right she (laughs) and i remember i remember because it was definitely the person's actual house she was i don't know how she identified but she had pictures of her and her partner who I don't know how they identified, but they both looked, they, if someone didn't, if they're, them not speak it for themselves and me assessing it, it looked like it was a queer couple. So, she was queer. So then they get it. They're it, not right. like, they, they, Thank God. They get it. Could you imagine if I rented some, like, little old lady's apartment or something? Um, you left your plunger in <laughs> my tub. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, don't touch, <laughs> don't touch it, um, bring it back. Bring I, it back. I'm using it as a hat rack. <laughs> Do you, you oh your um your cousins made a really funny video. Did they send you the video? It was really funny. Oh my god. Did they send me okay, the video? It was so, so my well cousin, done. Oh my cousin Kelly, okay, she so did, my, who's she been did on the show such before. A good job. She always makes videos based off of like when they're on winter break. Like she makes fun little videos with her husband and they edit it and like there's always music involved. They did so a she great made job. This, oh she's great. She does a she, she loves Stevie Nicks, right? So Stevie Nicks has a song called Stand Back. And she made this video and it was basically like her being like, hmm, we have to social distance. And then it was her with my cousins and my nephews and my, you know, and like every time someone would say, hey, Kelly, do you want to make some pasta? They would play stand back, stand back. And she would stand, stand back. And so she, they, the news saw it like WGN Chicago News saw it and played it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They played it on the news. Oh, I love that! Congrat. Yeah. So when she sent it to me, I, 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 I like clipped it and then I like sh- I like showed it to everyone in my the apartment. And I was like, this is. I was like so impressed that she did that because editing yeah, shit's yeah. not easy. No, it's not easy. Kelly's you know? very. Kelly is actually. Um, she's a special ed teacher, but she is a 
brilliant writer. Like, she's a very, very good writer. Very funny, very clever. And I, I, I want her one day to, like, write a book because I think she's very observant and very good at processing what she witnesses. And I think she would be really good at writing a book, whether it's about like our family, it would probably be about our family because our family is so insane. Well, I would like to see books, more books about special ed. I mean, I know that I, cause that's like ripe for, because the way that they do special ed at le- is so tricky. Cause it's like, I mean, the schools, schools are already like overwhelmed with like more kids than resources and like public school and private school. And then there's like some schools that are like part public and part private. But the spe- special ed, a lot of times they put kids with behavioral problems. So then special ed teachers are dealing with kids that not only have learning differences, but also kids who have emotional problems, which is totally different. And then they have to like deal with all of them. In my experience, that was when I was in special ed. They just put the kids that they didn't know what to do with them. And I remember I was I was in the closet about being in special ed. I would leave class, run in, take my tests in there, and then leave. Like, none of my friends knew. Because most of my friends were in, like, honors classes. So I would just mm-hmm. run into special ed, do it. And I used to cheat off of this girl Brandy in there. And then my friend, <laughs> my friend Phil's dad ran the special ed department. And he used to let us cheat in there. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fucking, I fucking good. I guess, except for I didn't know anything, and then his son ended up being pretty. I mean, it, it doesn't create a great work ethic, that's for sure. If you, you know what I mean, but right, right. How much do you miss performing stand-up comedy? Oh, I miss it so much. I really I miss do it, too. Like, I miss. I, I have nowhere to like. I, I went through. I miss the comedies that are so. Much, you know, I I miss the com- that's it's it's our home. Yeah, I really miss. I really miss because okay, so the last couple times I was there, when I was there, um, it was so so how it works is you go in and you see everybody. The comedians are all upstairs, and then like you kind of you check in with the manager that night, and then either right when you check in or after a couple minutes, they have you sign your name, and then they hand you your payment for the night, and then you know you the staff at you get something to eat or something but i remember when i got my payments um the manager that night had a pen and she sanitized it handed it to me and then she said i haven't sanitized the money so wash your hands after you get the money and i remember being Mm -hmm. like wow they're really on it got the money Mm -hmm. wash my hands and i just remember that and then you have to enter a code to go downstairs and i remember her sanitizing that and then that was the last time i was there yeah the last time i was there oh god um, fuck, when was the last time I was even, I can't even think of the last time that I was at the comedy cellar. Because it's also like you go, I mean, talk about, and it's like everyone like is sitting right next to each other like that. I just, but that's, that's why it reminds me of like family. Like yeah. the, the best part about the comedy cellar is like when you're there, you're sitting at a table close with people every time, every night the table changes. Right. So when it starts to change, you're like, oh, you're, you're like, um. You're like, oh, this, you know, um, I don't even know like how to describe it. Like, you go downstairs, you come back up, so the news at the table, it's like, I feel like I'm sitting with my cousins and my aunts and my uncles, and we're all, like, at a table, and just, I don't know. I'm gonna go, I can't even describe so it. So I was watching this interview where there, it was for someone from, there's another club in L.A. called The Comedy Store, and they were like, people say that's The Comedy Store's the greatest comedy club on earth. And I just am officially going to go on record and saying... Um, I find that inaccurate. What the comedy uh, store is great at is being in close proximity to Joe Rogan, who's awesome. So they've got these great comedians that are in L.A. that go there and perform. The New York Comedy Cellar 
cultivates like unique fresh voices that she showcases in a way where each show is like fucking awesome the store is just one long continuous show with no hosts it's and if joe rogan and some of those people went away it's like okay they also let the staff perform there like literally i'm not even joking the door guy also performs which is fine but it's not like that's the best show on earth. So I was watching that, and I was think when I was watching them to talk about how it's the best club on earth. I was like, I mean, I disagree. I and I, have no, I know I'm going to I have to no say comment. That. Yeah, I, so um, I was like, mm, not. And there was this comedian. There was this really famous comedian. One of the door guys told me once that went in and was like, comedy comedy store's best club on earth. What goes in the comedy cellar performs and he walks out and he goes, okay, this is the best club on earth. And then <laughs> I just miss Val and Liz and Esty and Ellie. And I yeah. just miss like, could you I imagine going to a restaurant now? Like I want to go to a restaurant. I want to go to a restaurant. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I want to go to a restaurant. I want to order grilled cheese and then, and some French. Oh, we'll see the, yeah, I want to go to a restaurant today. I got in a car I had my little face mask in, got in a car, and we went to the Starbucks drive-thru. Now, so I didn't even go to the drive-thru. I sat in the car because I'm quarantined, so I can't. To get to the car is indoors because it just go down to the garage. So I get in the car, can't leave the car. So I'm, I actually parks the car. She goes and she walks up to the pickup counter. She comes back. So, and I'm just like waving to people like a doofus in the car. But it's like even going and getting coffee, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to Starbucks. Like, this is fun. You know, I mean, I it's yeah, it's true. It's like I'm thinking about. Well, first of all, we don't have drive-through in New York, right? So I I don't have any means of like going through a drive-through. I'm trying to think of things that like make me feel. What are you eating? Semi-normal. Are you sticking to your? Oh normal my god! Diet? Yes, wow. I have eggs and oatmeal or yogurt and some type of carb and fresh fruit in the morning, and then I have coffee. I mean, I wake up, I make my coffee. I um I have frozen chicken that I like chicken that I can just microwave and frozen vegetables and rice and I make I have a bowl of pasta every day. Nice. What um, do you put on it? What kind of sauce? Well, I make a ragu, which is what Ooh. not like the jar of ragu. Like uh, a ragu is a type of sauce. Mm. It's a meat sauce in Italy. But oh, it's I know kind ragu. Of like Naples. I fucking no, love not ragu. that ragu. Oh no, the good ragu. Ragu means sauce, like oh. meat sauce, kind of. Um, so I make a, a, a meat sauce, essentially, a Navoletan ragu, and then I use that every day. So that lasts me like a whole week. Mm. And uh, I think today I might make homemade pasta. Oh, um, yeah. Do you it. Know, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I'm eating a lot of peanut butter. Yep. I, they ran out of Jif, so I have, to, I have to eat Skippy, which is so gross. I fucking love Skippy, and I love Jif. I hate Skippy. Why? I hate... I just prefer Jif. I just love Jif. I can't. Do you prefer Jif and not mind Skippy, or do you actually hate Skippy? I will deal with Skippy. Really? It's like in a a crisis. No, 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 no. But why? It's delicious. What's not to love? It's delicious. It's creamy. It's sugary. It's so fucking good. I can't even. I. It's arousing. What? (laughs) What do you not like about about Skippy? Okay, nutrition facts. First, I'm going to okay. read the nutrition facts from Skippy to Jif. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. All right. So, let's read. Because I have a little bit of Jif left. Okay. Mm. So, let's read. So, same amount of calories, same amount of total fat. There's less saturated fat in Skippy. That's right. Um, more sodium in Skippy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Less carbohydrates. Fiber- now, sugar. Now, wait a minute. Now, 
Total What's total that? sugar is three grams, and then in Skippy, total sugars of three grams. Protein seven, protein seven. So let's see what the ingredients are. You're pulling at uh, straws. Ingredients. This is Jif. Ingredients. Made from roasted peanuts and sugar contains 2% or less of molasses, fully hydrogenated vegetable oils, which are terrible for you. And what's in Skippy? And monodigilocoretic salt. Okay, so roasted peanuts, sugar, hydrogenated vegetable oil to prevent separation of salt. It's the same shit. Um, let me just exactly. taste Skippy and see. They're both phenomenal. Guess what? I'm I- doing a test taste of Skippy and Jif. On the- Hold mm. on. I'm opening up the Skippy right now. Yummy, yummy. Smells not... As good as the Jif. Okay. Um, oh, and it's creamy. Huh? Yeah, it's fucking... Oh, my God. I would do anything to... Um, I mean, it's honestly fine. It's, it's honestly delicious. fine. I think I prefer the texture of Jif over Skippy. Okay, that I can totally respect. That I can respect. I'm taking the Jif now. Hold on. Are you watching... The te- oh, go. Yeah, Jif is creamier. All right. Has a better texture to it. I believe that. Are you watching a bunch of TV shows? Girl, I'm playing so many video games. Oh, I'm watching The Office. Really? That's a good one to go back and and dive I've into. Never, I've never seen it before. I never watched oh, it. Oh, it's hilarious. It is. It, it, does, it feels a little... Sorry, I was, I was <laughs> putting this skippy wave. It feels a little like heteronormative, like straight white people be Definitely. like, this is fun because it reminds me of my life. But totally. I have a... <gasps> oh, and a lot with it what if there was a gay office that would be kind of funny Where it's like it would just be called the office it's it just everything called it's just everything the same except for it's just really more mirrors gay life like if you were hey like, honey <laughs> what's that can you go fax this god i hate this actually that'd be that'd be a funny sketch the lesbian would be the receptionist just like Hello, um, thank you so much for calling the office. How and can the, I help you? The maintenance man always showing up like, I'll fix it. And I was like, nothing's broken. We're like, I'm on it. And like, we don't need you right now. <laughs> Where's your sister? <laughs> Has anybody got a sister at all? <laughs> Have you ever thought that your sister seems like kind of a lesbian? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want to know something I did. This is kind Please. of... Okay. So, right when the stock market crashed, I was like, Girl. So, you know what I did? I took, I had a little bit of money in savings, and then, Mm -hmm. which is like, here's the thing. If I'm paying New York, well, whatever the New York rent thing is, is going to be like a real drain, but I was like, I'm just going to take this opportunity, and I took a thousand bucks and I bought some stocks and I'm so happy with myself because so this is what I bought I researched it for like three days straight I brought a couple things of Visa because Visa was down that's going to go up and then I bought and then I bought a little bit of gold that's now going down but then I bought some Smile Direct Club because I was like okay it was only I bought $20 worth but I was like okay so it's it crashed, but I was like, when the market starts getting better, and the, that's something people are going to want to fix in a couple of years, their fucking teeth. So Their teeth? Emma, what? Yeah. And guess what? That motherfucker's up 20%. So how do you know how to do all this? I, I don't, don't know. know. I have no idea. I, I just Googled. I was like, how do I... Because when everything crashed, I was like, oh, it's going to go up again. Maybe not now. Maybe not for a thing, but at some point it's going to... Because here's the thing. For the stock market to not resurrect itself, we would have to change the entire psychology of the country. When Well, we're going to have to change this because we're going to go into a full-blown depression. We're going to go into a full-blown depression. Everything is – but if 
for the stock market to never go back up, then that means it's like Armageddon. So I don't know when, or and it's already gone up again since they fully crashed because the stimulus or the whatever the fuck it's called. But it's gonna, you know, if Disney World doesn't go out of business, it will go back up again. Visa's down, it's too big of an institution, it will go back up again. Something like Smile Direct Club is bad investment because it's, because it's not diversified at all. It's literally just the teeth. But... It, people will get in back into cosmetic dentistry if it doesn't go out of business. It will go back up again. So I was like pretty, ple- I was pretty pumped about that. I mean, the people. By the way, did you see? The, as you're saying this, I just saw Kathy Griffin hit in the ER with coronavirus. <gasps> She's in the ER. Mm-hmm. Oh my She's God. at Cedars Sinai Medical Center. Holy shit! Why is mm-hmm. it like more surprising when celebrities get it? Is it because we think of them as like like? not normal people or like what is it it's sort of like deities you know what i mean we're sort of looking at them like like oh they must somehow have access to things that we don't have access oh, to and then yeah. we're like oh wait they're just us right except they do have access to things that we don't have because it's like okay okay all these celebrities have corona it's like they have corona because they were able to get tested for corona you know what i mean like right that's also it too is like the, the rest of us like to get tested in New York, I know they sort of, they're saying they're making it easy to get tested. I don't know where to go get tested. Yeah. I don't know where the, the hell to do any of that. No, to get tested, I think, is definitely, like, not. Like, if you want to get tested, like, I wouldn't even know. That would be, you'd have to, do you remember that private hospital we went to when we both got sick when we were in Canada? Uh, oh, yes. That? And then I, I, I remember oh, the lady was so nice to so us. She nice. was like, she was like, please. I'm like, okay, I'm not a fucking child. I can walk. They were so, they, but the, the reason they're so nice is it's a private hospital. Now, we weren't paying for it. The place, when we were doing this festival, they had amazing insurance and like they, they sent a car to pick you up. They give oh, you Oh, yeah. It was a box. half hour drive. Remember oh. that you and I, we, we, do you remember how sick we got in yeah. Montreal? What was that? Corona part one? A flu. We, no, a we flu. got a flu. <laughs> corona. This is the Corona Strikes Back. No, that was, we were hit with the flu. And I remember, you know, like, that, and that's the kind of thing that's going to change because now if we had the flu and we were that sick we would now i would quarantine but we were still like doing our shows like no one told us to stay in like it was like no they were like oh if you can kind of handle it go ahead and do it right but i was like okay right oh, i just i didn't even think twice i was like you're right i remember being up there like i'm like i'm like i'm struggling but <laughs> that's the kind of thing that's the, or what i would do now is i'd bring my own microphone like i'd be like okay this is my mic and that's it like it's not like we're, we're, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll start carrying my own microphone around. You know? I mean, that's a, that's a very Mariah Carey, like Christina Aguilera. I mean, but think how contaminated like those fucking things are. I mean, in New York, those I know. Things, I like, think we're all going to be way more germ obsessed as we move forward with this because people are just. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I look. The flu season comes, I get a flu shot, and I try and wash my hands, and that's that. Right. I mean, you know, we're not used to seeing, like, all these people dying at once, and the whole economy shutting down, and people getting locked in. Like, this is fucking crazy. Like, if you had told me January 1st, okay, 2020, yes, what about 2020? Well, the whole world is going to get locked into their apartments, there's going to be a new disease, everyone's going to be quarantined, the entire economy of the world is going to collapse in on itself, and you won't be doing comedy for the unforeseeable future. I'd be like, come again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, uh, oh, did you take a hallucinogen before you went to sleep or something? It's, right. But you know what it is? It's true. It's like, 
it just is like there's like something I mean we can have all this technology like we can have all these things and then just get totally sideswiped by something that is so much more powerful than us and like that's like it's yeah you know yeah. that's and that's why we need to remember like the earth is a fucking thing and we do have to take care of it that now that's from someone who has not been the model citizen about that i have not <laughs> been good i'm not good about recycling and all that and i'm in a this is to me there's a wake-up call where i'm like you know what i need to change my ways there i need to I need to get better about that. And that Well, we're yeah. we're totally not prepared for global warming on any way shape or form. We're not prepared for when all of New York City floods. We're not prepared for when Florida floods. Well, I'm going to I'm going to make you an offer. Okay, are you are you doing a deal with God? What's going on? No, if you if things start to really go haywire, I'll make you an offer. You can come stay. You can come back to Maine with me and me and my dad. You're 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 if 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 it's the um, if it's the what is it when everyone puts two if you two in the ship. I don't want do not want to compare myself to Moses, so I stopped myself as I was saying it. But you can come back to <laughs> Maine. Moses wasn't real, by the way, so you can compare wow. yourself to him all you want. Apples and oranges with that. He was but a fictitious no character one? that didn't exist. He didn't live. To, come on. It's, but it, no, it was a symbolic. I, uh, but you can come back to Maine because in Maine there's so few cases of Corona. Because and I talked to my dad this morning. It's like social distancing. Maine's been doing that for you. You can't if you want to not social distance in Maine. You got to put in effort. So Maine mm. cases in Maine. Like my stepmom does development for a big hospital in Rockland, Maine. They mm-hmm. they don't they haven't had one patient with Corona there. There's so few cases in Maine. So if there's like some kind of like apocalypse or something like that, Maine, that's the place to be. See, I got to go back home to Chicago. Fair. I got to be with my family and my cousins. I appreciate your offer. You could bring 10 of them. Uh, but 10 to, of my cousins? I'd have to talk to my dad about but, that. But you don't understand. Like when I bring 10, then they have to bring 10. Well, so it just yeah. We all have to my grandpa has this view of us. We're all going to be like in some compound together like in The Godfather. Oh my god. That's his dream. He's like I want us to all live in a compound together. I'm like we already all live together. Oh, I would <laughs> love to live in a compound. We're already minutes and seconds away from each other. Like right. how we got to be in a compound? Right. Like god. Lock it god. in. Yeah. I know. But that's... I would love that. I mean, I grew up like that. I remember we would go on vacation, and me, my family, my cousins, and my grandparents, and my uncle would go to, like, one house that only had three bedrooms and four beds, and there was, let's see, five, ten... Lots uh, of people. So there was was 19 of us. What would you say you would regret the most career-wise if if everything... Because this came to me the other day. I was going on a walk. I was like, if everything stops right now... In terms of doing comedy and performing, the thing I would regret the most career-wise is that I never put out a one-hour special that I was extremely proud of that, like, brought my comedy and my own thinking to new heights that people could feel good and, like, it'd be a, just just a great special. Like, that that would be my biggest regret. Like, that that would be it. Like, that's – and that was, like – I was like, that's the thing I want to focus on because I want to make a really great – Special like that, like if there's one thing where you're like, okay, this is the thing I want to get out there. If I only have one more thing to get out there, what would it be? I I don't have any regrets for not a regret. My career. I guess, not a regret. I guess it'd be like if if you don't do it in the future. Like if there's like one thing where you're like, this is the thing that's emerging is the thing I want to do the most. You know what? I when you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, I would regret not having. Um, 
a partner. Really? Because I'm someone who really has like a very giving big heart and I just have a very difficult time finding a match. I'm not good with a match. Like I tend to, I'm too much. No, that's not true. That's not what it is. You know what I think it is? Hmm. I I promise. I think it's New York. I really promise you that. I think it is the culture of New York. Like my um, my old roommate Becca is amazed. Like I know I have my roommate, my old roommate Becca, who's my friend, and my friend Kate and her roommate Sebastian. You guys are all fucking awesome. You're young professionals in New York who are all very who have like I'd say pretty. I mean, especially you know, all have demanding jobs. But in New York, it's so because New York, the culture of like people dating, it's like everyone's like going out dating all the time. You have to even making plans like everything. And then it's like people live in smaller spaces like New York is moving so quick. It is the I really think New York is the hardest place to meet people today. Yeah, I, I, by the way, let me just preface this. I'm not feeling bad for myself. I have I have I put my career above everything else in my life. And so I'm career driven and focused and right. I would I would like to have some sort of domesticated life as well. I would like to have someone like in these times right now being alone, living alone and having no partner is incredibly isolating. So it's like moments like these where I'm like, oh, I'm about to be alone for two months. Like, I just... But you're not alone. I know what you mean, but you aren't alone. You've got... I'm not alone. I mean, but I am physically alone. Right. And I'm a physically needy person. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to be two months alone. And I'm not like snuggling with my jokes. Right. So... You know, it's it's like a oh, that's like gotta be weird... the name of the episode: snuggling with my jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, Tyler. That's what we want it to be called: snuggling with my jokes. But if you are with somebody, then also you're going to be like bickering about stuff. Like the like last night, I we did we cleaned the refrigerator and then we made like a section for the cheese in the refrigerator, and we were we were bickering about whether or not the sour cream goes in the cheese thing because. Because I, I was like, it should go in the cheese thing, and Ashley was like, no, it should go where like the milk is because it's it's dairy. I'm like, yeah, but we take it out when we use other cheese. And like five minutes into it, I was like, this is a Corona argument. Like we, this is not <laughs> like what are we? This is a, this. And then we both just stopped and like went and did something else. But I was like, yeah, this is this is purely Corona talking because we would we do neither of us really give a fuck about where the sour. I mean, it, it is what it is. <sighs> Like, right, we're not really arguing about the, che- the space right, for the cheese. Right, right. I was like, I'll go we're check. arguing because, well, when I called my grandma and, and my grandpa, I was like, "All right, how are you two holding up?" And <laughs> he goes, "Uh, your grandmother's been biting my ass." Really? And then my grandma's like, "He's driving me crazy!" And I was like, "All right." What for you know my grandpa's blind, right? Like, okay, what is going on, you two? Why can't one of you be up in the upstairs and one's in the basement? We right. are And I was like, All right. Well, I was like, Well what's going on? He eats food and he gets crumbs everywhere And my grandpa's like, I've been leaving crumbs for years She's like, I'm sick of it <laughs> I'm like you two are just, you know, just sit down. The two of you just sit down. Don't move. That's so funny because that's actually been part of the thing with that Ashley and I have been having. I've been getting crumbs places. And she's like, why are there crumbs here? And I'm like, because I, I thought I cleaned it up. I tried. So it's just everybody, you know, the, the, there's everybody's like kind of on top of each other. You, you, so Everyone's losing their fucking. You think that this is going to last another two months? How long do you think? I think it's going to last another two months. And I feel like people in New York are going to have the best idea of what's going to happen. I mean, even though New York is going to be affected differently than other places, because New York is different from other places, but 
I mean, it's also a, like ahead of you know. It's a you guys are also probably seeing first. We're getting more. everything first. We're the test out for America. We're we're seeing everything first, and we're seeing it at a very very extreme level right now. Like this is something that is not. Um, but in places that are more rural, it's not going to be as affected. I don't think. Like like some place like. You know, but that's what. The, but that's not true. Really? Because no, because rural places. That's where you have to try and get it the least contaminated or spread. Because those hospitals really aren't equipped to be handling what's true, happening. True. And true. that's how that's how it spreads even faster. Is because at least here they're taking the the the, the like they're they're setting things up for like okay if you have a fever you have to coordinate yourself here and you have to stay here and we have you right. know like they're really trying to devise some sort of system. Um, but in smaller towns, it's, it, people think, oh, I live in a small town. It's not going to be bad. No. Right. It's just, it's, it, trust me, where the hospital that you have, like these tiny little hospitals in Italy are like, everyone's getting infected and people are dying. Right. Workers, people coming in because they're not equipped for it. They're not like Milan or Rome or, you know, Vienna or, or all these other places. And by the way, the Italian, the Italian, um, hospital system, the Medicare system, medical system, whatever you want to call it, is, like, I think ranked number two in the world. Oh, like, I didn't know that. That's interesting. The, we're, like, number 37. Oh, like, we're God. not... We're They're not, like, some third world country who doesn't... No, they are, like, one of the top medical professionals in the world. And they can't handle this. Fuck. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. That's really interesting, actually. No, everybody thinks, like, oh, it's Italy. Like, the, no, Italy's, like, like, in Milan. They have some of the best doctors, you know... Come on. Have you been in communication with people in Italy? Oh, yeah. I'm talking to, um, you know, my my family family lives in the the middle of Sicily. So it's like they're already quarantined. They're not like they're not going anywhere. But my family friends in Messina, they are they're just like, you know, trying their best to stay home and stay busy. And um yeah, I mean, in northern Italy, my friends, that's the, that's where it's, like, the worst. In northern Italy, it's, like, they're really suffering. So they're just uh, totally, they're just, it, how is it different from in New York? Like, is it even a, just, like... Well, New York's about to, to turn into that. And will that mean that there'll be, like, police patrolling, like... Oh, police are already starting to patrol. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They're already going to basketball courts and telling people to get the fuck home. I mean, yeah. Like, it's, like... It's like, okay, use your common sense here. Like, if you're going to do a... If you need to get outside, I completely understand that. But if you're going to do something outside, don't play basketball. You're you're on top of each other trying to get the ball. And you're like... That's like, don't do basketball. Don't do basketball. Don't do basketball. Like, the- But people, they're not listening. Like, you know, the week that everything was getting really bad, Florida was just... The, the beaches were full. Oh, wasn't that. I mean... And I, then the, uh, the, the, the 21-year-old spring breakers, you know, we all saw the same assholes. Yeah. We're like, I don't really care if I get the coronavirus. I'm young. It's not going to affect me. And we've been planning this for a long time. It's like, okay, then you literally have no Euthanize appreciation them. for... <laughs> Emma. Well, the only problem with that is, like, I'm sure maybe if they have the chance to live, they'll go and grow, and it'll be fine. And we all say stupid stuff at that age, but when I was yeah, we all that, say ridiculous things when yeah, we're 21. We, I under, I agree. We wouldn't have done that. I have more faith in us than that, though. Well, where the fuck are their parents to be? Like, you're going home, right? Cause, and I've well, noticed a lot of millennials are telling their parents to stay home. 
Yes, definitely. I mean, this. So when I when I, I remember watching that, and that's when I first started like making myself stay inside. So it's like it was me actually and her brother, and we're all like you know staying in and like doing what we're supposed to do. And then we were watching these guys on the beach, like packed in on spring break, and I was just like, what you know? And that's that's us. Could imagine if you were. Like home with like my sister's home with two kids. Her husband's working from home. She's got a toddler and a baby. They're all like, you know, in the house, and then they're watching those people in spring break. I would have gone, but I would have been like screaming at the TV because it's like, yeah, I was already screaming at the TV, and I'm like, how insulting to all these like people suffering in Italy and dying, and that's about to come here, and then people are like, well, I don't care. Tickets to Florida are thirty seven bucks. It's like that. That's not a red flag. And, right. And also, also it's like, <clears throat> if they hadn't done that, they would have been able to keep the beaches open for people that could respect the social distancing. Like, in California, I, the beaches, I think most of them are still open, but you have to go and stay, you know, be safe. Stay 20 feet away from the next person. And if the beach, if you can't do that, then don't go to the beach. Like, it's like, like when I took a walk, I took a, if, if you take a walk and you do see someone, you do what you were saying, where it's like, you stop and then you wait or you cross the street or you do something so you stay far away from them. Do something like that so then you can people can still go to the fucking beach. But if you're all there... I, but no, but here's the thing. Don't get out of your house unless you have to. Right, how about right, that? Right, Just right. how about that? Right. How about when the CDC is begging people to stay home because about 110,000 people so far in New York are going to need ventilators and we only have 40,000 um. and we're going to be watching tons of people die? Maybe... For just a little bit, stay home. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just try that. Yeah. I mean, there's True. no... I understand, like, if you want to go run by yourself, you have to go to the grocery store. You have to, I, I understand that. But maybe right now, you just don't need the beach. Right. Right. True. Yeah, that's true. And so now they're all, like, they're shut... They're, you know, it's shutting them down. I'm surprised anybody is flying anywhere because they're still doing domestic flights. But Isn't that crazy? Okay, so I read about that. So part of the reason they're still doing that is because in order for airlines to keep their, like, basically their time slot, they have to keep running the flight. Otherwise, the slot can go to someone else. What they should do is just, like, freeze it. So it's like, okay, we won't take your slot away. So it's kind of, it's like with TV programming. It's like if all of a sudden you stop airing your show in that slot, it's going to go to someone else. Cause, oh, mm. And with TV now, there's no sports. So they're going to be needing a bunch of new content. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. There is no sports. Yep, there's going to be no sports. That's how gay I am, that I'm just like, no sports, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't even... I don't. What know, does that mean? I didn't even know it was bad. I don't even know what the sports seasons are. So, like, you could have been... I mean, I have no fucking clue. When they're like, oh, it's football season, I'm like, uh, sure, if you say so. I have no idea. But... Well, this has been an yes, interesting it episode. it has. It was so nice to hear your voice. And I really... Yeah, it's so nice to hear your voice, yes. too. And I, re- I really wonder... I. I Look, I, I'll be very serious here for a second. I'm in fear of what the conversation with us will be like next week because mm-hmm. we're starting to, we're starting to, we're going to start seeing a lot of people dying. I mean, a thousand people have just died as of today in the, in the United States. So next week we're going to, it's going to be, um, please everyone stay safe. Like seriously, just, and you know. It seems like a weird thing to want to say to try to like be in the moment with this, but it there is something where it's like everyone is deaf, everyone is in this together. And I know I've never met most of you, but I really care about how you're doing, and I appreciate you know we we really appreciate your time and that you're letting us 
share our lives with you and vice versa. So, like, thank you guys very much. If we haven't made yeah, it clear, thank you. We really appreciate and, and, you. And, and Em and I too. You know, it's like we're always we're always late with our podcast, but you should be used to that by now. But I, I think. Um, <laughs> I hope, I hope if, even if this is one hour, like Joan Rivers said, I hope it brings you a little bit of a vacation. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We'll, we're all, we're all trying. Thank, <laughs> and thank you guys. So thank you guys, seriously, for real. All right, I'm going to end the record. Here we go. Boop.